for the thousands in attendance and the millions watching around the world. We are live and amplified. So let's get ready to podcast. Fire it up. Welcome back to the Hoedown Showdown. I'm your host, Tom Quiet, and that was New Mexico by Chloe Jones. How's it going today, Chloe? It's good. How are you? Doing well, doing well. You know, it's a, it's Tuesday morning, got the Mondays out of the way because yesterday was really a was really a Monday. So <laughs> oh no. <laughs> but uh how how are things going with you? Yeah, they're good. Um it's a busy week. Um I've got a lot of gigs and um, I'm in the studio this week recording new music so it's a pretty hectic week this is kind of my my only chill day <laughs> awesome awesome that's cool uh and so you're based out of manchester correct yeah yeah uh what was it in that born and raised manchester yeah born and raised um so kind of always well i've done a lot of traveling but i always come back yeah to manchester <laughs> yeah i can tell by your music because you know you make a lot of references to a lot of u.s cities and stuff and i was like oh that's cool she must travel a lot so yeah yeah that's what i like to do so a lot of yeah you, you find that in a lot of my songs they're about yeah traveling especially yeah i did a lot of america so nice awesome and so growing up in manchester what was the uh, music scene like there for you growing up um it's it's a pretty good music scene in manchester you know it's quite a big um city in the uk and you've got You've got like a couple of kind of music schools um, there as well. So your big open mic scene um, mm. and, you know, getting to know people there. So, yeah, it is really good. Um, you can get a lot of gigs and and yeah, there's all different kinds of kinds of music. Kind of Manchester is kind of famous for in the 90s um, Britpop, you know, kind of mm. music. But there's there's loads of different things going on. Gotcha. Awesome. Awesome. So is Manchester responsible for, oh, what was the name from that band in the ninth? Uh, BB Mac? Is that? Oh, I don't know. I'm not sure about BB Mac. Okay. Uh, you said Britpop and that, for whatever reason, that was the first band that popped into oh, my head. So. Um, yeah. Oh, no. bands called like Happy Mondays, like Joy Division, yeah. Oasis, I guess. <laughs> gotcha. Awesome. Um, so gro growing up, who was uh kind of your influence in music who brought you into music was it something that was kind of always there or was it some an outside force outside your family um yeah I always kind of just grew up around music um, and music from all different eras really but um kind of a lot of 50s 60s 70s um and I guess I kind of honed in on the 70s stuff with the you know folk music and the singer-songwriters like Joni Mitchell um kind of Leonard Cohen Simon and Garfunkel James Taylor you know all those mm -hmm. kind of vibes um I always rem remember listening to them growing up and enjoying that kind of music and and that made me want to you know pick up a guitar and be able to do you know music as a solo musician and you know that acoustic mm -hmm. folk yeah. kind of vibe yeah so that would kind of in inspired me to to be a singer-songwriter I think nice and that explains a lot of the influences for your music because I was sitting here listening to it listening to every as much of what you have out as I could 
And I, I was like, man, I just feel so many different influences coming in that it was really hard to pinpoint like one singular influence. I was like, oh, th there, there's a little bit of Joni, you know, and it was just like all these different influences in your music, which was really cool. And I think that's what's really amazing about the independent scene and musicians these days, because they grew up listening to so many different types of music. Yeah. So. Yeah, I think that's it. We've got so much more as time goes on. We've got so much more to kind of reflect back on, you know, mm -hmm. all things like giant eras of music. There's yeah. so much to be influenced by, and yeah, pick, pick, pick up. You pick up, pick up different things from different places. Yeah, yeah, for sure. So, um, you've got a new single that's really that's as we when we release this, it's out already called Maxim. What's the story behind this song? So Maxim is a story, it's kind of um, inspired by, like I said, I get inspired by travel a lot, mm -hmm. places I go to, but I also love to read and, you know, kind of love literature. So that inspires me and some of the songs I write. Um, so Maxim is, was kind of influenced by the book Rebecca by Daphne du Maurier. Um, he's a, he's a character in the book and I won't give too much away because it's a bit of a thrill, you know, yeah. suspense um, story if if you've not seen it, but because oh, there's an Alfred Hitchcock film and, mm. and modern one as well. Um, and obviously the book, but there's, it kind of ends, it ends on a bit, you know, usually books end, you know, and everything's rounded mm. up, but it kind of ends a bit, oh, what well, what happens now? You know, yeah. so, and there's been a couple of books written about, you know, that kind of idea of what happens now. So, my song was Maxim is kind of a version of that, like a follow on from, from the book. Awesome. Awesome. And how long has this song been in the works for you? Is this something you've been working on a while or? Um, I probably, I, I think I started writing it quite a while ago. It was one of the, you know, I have no, I've loads of notepads of half written songs mm -hmm. and it's one that again, maybe about a year ago, a year or so ago, I found it and and kind of finished finished the song off. But I probably had had it written down for a good few years. Okay, so mm. is that is that kind of your typical writing process? Is you'll get the initial idea, write it down, and then as you kind of reintegrate yourself into it, you'll finish it, or what's your process? Yeah, um, that happens a lot. Like I said, I, I I get little bits and bobs that I'll write down and record. You know on you know my phone and then and there's there's some songs that I'll I'll have an idea and I'll write the full song but that doesn't happen too often unless I'm writing it for a certain deadline or a certain mm. project um but if it's just kind of writing just in general that's kind of what will happen I'll have ideas and and then when I kind of want to write a song if I've got nothing to to write about in that present moment, I'll go back to the notepads and, and my voice recordings and think, oh, actually, that was pretty cool. I'll I'll work on that. So Chloe Jones, your new single, it's out now for everyone to listen to. Are you, is this going to follow this kind of same pattern that you've been doing where it's a single building to another project or where are you kind of at in that process? Um, I'm not 100% sure yet, but I know I've, I've been in the studio a lot um recently um mm. recording a few few new songs and just kind of deciding whether what to do with them because they're not all necessarily they don't all fit together in the sense mm. that right I've got all these songs they'll go on an EP 
So I'm definitely, I think, yeah, going to release them as singles and and then figure out what I'm going to do with them. I'm not quite sure yet, but but yeah, I kind of do like that, that, you know, when you release a few singles and then put them on an EP. Sure. Yeah. So, um, but I've got, so next year I'll have kind of a lot of, a lot of new music coming out. Cool. That's, you know, it's, and it, it's that weird, like, the situation that a lot of musicians are in right now where it's like there's still people that want to listen to the full project whether it's ep lp whatever it is because it's like a book you sit down you listen to the whole thing and it tells a story but then like in today's day and age it seems like singles are getting a lot more play and traction because you release them more frequently and all this stuff yeah so it's kind of like a hard decision for musicians to make yeah, exactly. That's what I've been thinking about recently. I was thinking exactly that, like, do I release them as singles or mm. do another EP? But I think, yeah, it doesn't work the same as it would, uh, pr- you know, previously. You've, you'd kind of release a couple of singles and then release an EP. And, you know, CDs were more of a thing as well. That would I feel like it would kind of build up to releasing a CD and then you'd get to sell that at your gigs. But I find CDs, you know, not many people are buying CDs mm-hmm. as anymore so you've got to think about the just releasing everything kind of yeah single mm-hmm. so yeah. yeah and yeah vinyls are like vinyls are starting to make a comeback or I guess starting to they're they're making a comeback but yeah they're so expensive to print because nobody really prints like there's only a handful of places that actually print so and it's like that's a huge gamble like you got to buy uh, like I'm sure I don't know what the minimums are anymore for vinyls mm-hmm. but if you got to pay buy like a hundred minimum for them to print it's like that's two thousand three thousand dollars you know like us dollars pounds whatever it is Mm -hmm. it's like that's an investment and you have to be sure that people are going to actually like buy them yeah exactly it's 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 not like you can yeah just buy 10 and and Mm -hmm. be like well we'll see how they go (laughs) right it's a big yeah it's a big risk and and yeah for an independent musician kind of difficult to to decide what to do about that yeah yeah for sure so kind of moving forward you you said early in the show that you're busy you got all kinds of stuff going on recording shows all that fun stuff how often do you usually play shows or is it like every night or just five how, how often are you playing shows right now um I, I play a lot but um some because I'm full-time as a musician so mm-hmm. I do but I do a lot of you know cover gigs in bars and restaurants so they're not necessarily doing your original music but um but I'm gig you know I gig so I gig every every week um definitely every weekend um but this this week is pretty busy I've got yeah as of Wednesday well Wednesday through to I think Monday is busy (laughs) busy (laughs) with gigs and recording in the studio so but yeah I do gig quite a lot try and get out there Awesome. What's when you're doing cover gigs, is it a hundred percent covers or do you try and sneak an original in there? What's it kind of like in Manchester there? Yeah. If it's like kind of, you know, advertised as a cover gig, mm-hmm. um, I'll mainly do covers, but I'll kind of suss out the audience. If, if they seem to be an audience that are, you know, loving the live music and, and engaged in it, then usually they'll, they'll want to hear an, an original. Mm-hmm. You just kind of got to kind of gauge the audience, but most of the time, yeah, I will throw in a couple of originals. Nice. 
what, yeah. what's your uh, favorite uh, cover song that you perform? Oh, people ask me this and I'm, I'm never sure because um, it always oh, changes. What's the one that you put like the most, your most interesting twist on? Like something that you play that people wouldn't expect you to play or something? Um, I well, I I kind of try and do that with a lot of songs, and I also do it unintentionally. I'll play mm. a song for so long, and then listen to the original. I'm like, oh, it doesn't yeah. sound like that. Yeah. <laughs> but um, people like there's a version. I do a version of Jolene that people kind of like, and and Call Me by Blondie. I've, nice. I've um, some people like a version of It's My Life Bon Jovi that that nice. kind of. But you know, but slow down kind of version of yeah. that. Yeah. Nice. My uh I got a buddy that lives up out in New Mexico. because uh, mm -hmm. the reason I picked New Mexico was because I lived there for four years and I was just oh, like, cool. oh, wow, that's just you know, nothing connected to it, but it was just like it was an interesting to see a song yeah. called New Mexico. But I got a buddy that lives out in New Mexico. He does this cover, or when we used to hang out all the time and I'd go to his shows, he used to do this cover of um wrecking ball by miley yeah. cyrus oh, cool. like it, he's a big six foot five giant of a man and then he just breaks down and does this cover of wrecking ball it is the most interesting thing and every time i go to a show i'd ask him to do it yeah it got to a point where he's like i haven't done that cover in like two years so mm. yeah it's oh nice that sounds cool I don't yeah. hear that. Yeah. yeah. Um. So, kind of moving forward, uh, you're recording, playing shows, all that fun stuff. Um, what's the what's your approach for the rest of the summer? Just continue playing shows? Are you playing festivals? What What's kind of your plans for the rest of the summer? Yeah, I've already done a couple of festivals. Um, so far they they were kind of towards the end of June. Um, and my next one isn't till. The start of September, it's the British Country Music Festival, which is big. Um, dang it! Rock. I was, dang it! I was supposed to be there. Oh I, really? I was supposed to. I was supposed to go last year, but I couldn't get my passport together in time. Yeah. And I talked to him like, "Hey, let's plan out or let's try and figure something out for next year." Yeah. And then I didn't see anything like pushed or promote like any anything pushed or promoted, and I just kind mm -hmm. of forgot about it. And yeah. when you mentioned that, I was like. Dang it! I was supposed to reach out to her yeah. and oh. get this. So, but yeah. that's that's like all the way up in Blackpool, and I have to fly mm -hmm. into London, and it's like, oh man, that that's yeah. a trip. But you know, it would be a lot, yeah. So. But it's it's the lineup sounds really really good, and I feel I've not been to it before, but it feels like yeah, kind of really mm -hmm. good songwriters kind you know celebration of kind of songwriters mm -hmm. and and different you know different styles of country music, mm -hmm. I guess. Yeah. yeah that's really cool that's you know just the fact that england and the uk in general it their music scene is just blossoming so well and it's like mm -hmm. you got all these festivals that are like really well known in the uk and they're starting to get known over here in the states that they're bringing american artists out you know just all the stuff that y'all are like the country is doing out there is really cool especially in the country scene like the country exactly. music scene is really blossoming right now. Yeah, it's blossoming. It's like a tight scene that, yeah, they they're always seeming to um try and yeah, make that connection with with America, you know, get um mm. American acts over here and I guess in exchange do a bit of bit of exchange yeah. <laughs> exchange yeah. in the arts. Yeah. Yeah. It's a it's just unfortunate that it's so hard to like get gigs because of like politics and all that stuff that we won't get yeah. into, you know, just all that stuff. But 
Um, yeah, that's really cool. I'm glad. I'm glad to see ha having followed the UK scene over the last five years or so. It's just really cool to see how much it's grown over the last yeah. five years. Oh, cool. Yeah. So awesome. Oh, uh, so if anybody wants to check out your music, uh, catch a show, interact with you on social, any of that fun stuff, where's the best place to find you? Um, so she, most things are Chloe Jones music. So, you know, Instagram, Chloe Jones music. Um, my website is chloejonesmusic.co.uk. Um, I always post, you can find pretty much everything there. You know, I've got my gig dates. I've, you can contact me through there. Um, got my, you know, my, my, my music links to links to all my other social media. Mm -hmm. I'm on Spotify, Apple music, all, all the things you can usually find me. Yeah. Chloe Jones music. Awesome. Awesome. Well, Chloe, it was absolutely amazing to sit down and chat with you. I, I'm really glad that we got this chance to sit down and meet a little bit. And I'm really excited to see what you got coming out in the future, all your new music and excited to listen to, you know, keep listening to Maxim and Maxim and keep supporting you. So it's absolutely I'm, I'm honored to have sat down and chat with you. Oh, thank you so much. Yeah, it's been great. Uh, once again, thank you everybody for hanging out with us. We'll be right back after this last song by Chloe Jones called Crocodile. <laughs> 